just want more I just want more More of you, God More of you, God I just want more I just want
Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Aileen. God bless you. Father, we just thank you and we praise you for your anointing in the name of Jesus. And as we join here together, Lord, I thank you for the presence of God. For you are here with us, Lord. You said wherever two or three of us would agree together that you are here in our midst. And I praise you and I thank you right now, Lord, as we submit to you, as we surrender to your precious Holy Spirit. Lord, we cry, our hearts cry to you is, Lord, we want more of you. In Jesus' name, pour out your spirit like you promised, Father. And we praise you and we wait expectantly, Lord, for what you are about to do, Lord, in Jesus' name. Praise God. We thank you, Father. We bind up every hindrance right now, everything that we've been involved with, everything that has been weighing us down and and, and seeking to, to cause confusion or, or hindrances in our prayer life or even our time studying the Word of God. Father, we just break the power of those assignments of the enemy and we loose ourselves right now to hear a fresh word from heaven from you, Lord, in Jesus' name, to join together with each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, to worship you, to honor you, to lift up your name, to seek your face and to hear your voice, Lord, and be led and directed by you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, friends. I praise you and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for these, my brothers and sisters, and I just bless them today in Jesus' name. I think uh, today I just wanted to speak, you know, um, we're back to church, hopefully this week, um, even tonight, in fact, and um, I sent out a text and we have some some notes of it written up on, on online uh, for you to um, understand the way that things are going to be because we will be strictly adhering to the two meter social distancing um, and the hygiene and and all those uh, you know things uh, sanitizers and you no know, congregating in groups and things like that just really obeying the law and and following the guidelines so to keep everybody safe and um, you know if you are thinking of coming to church friend any day I would ask you for these few weeks to please contact and text um, that you are coming so that um, because we will have to have a seating plan of where people will sit, um, families grouped together, um, but all adhering to the two meters then between groups and between um, you know couples and singles and things like that. So um, it's important that we that we lay out um, the seating plan beforehand so that nobody's disappointed, you know, because um, it's just with the restricted numbers we, we really have to be uh, careful and prepared, and I, I think it's a good thing to be prepared. Um, so. I want to thank you all for um, listening to these podcasts and I, I, I just pray that you have been blessed and that, you know, your your time with the Lord, that you have grown in this time. I'm expecting to see growth, <laughs> you know, the way when you haven't seen a child for a while, um, maybe after the summer holidays and it's back to school time and you suddenly see them again and oh my goodness how much they've grown over the summer well I believe that's what I'm going to see friends <laughs> is growth in each one of you you know because as you are as you are studying God's word you know he, what what's happening is like those plants that are out in the garden you know and once the sun comes once the rain comes once the the temperature heats up um, all the conditions are right for that plant to stick or to grow uh, roots deep, deep down into the soil. And, and those roots are what strengthen and make that plant stand. And you know, I know that many people are tired 
I know that there is almost a, a spiritual atmosphere of exhaustion and, and I can feel it, you know, in the spirit realm, it, it, there's a heaviness. And I just say to you, friend, you know, surrender, you know, lift up your hands and look up to the Lord and just surrender and expect more from him. Don't put restraints on God through doubt or unbelief or wavering, you know, because James said in, in the book of James that, that someone who's doubting or unbelieving is, is or wavering is like a stormy, um, you know, like a wave tossed in the sea, just being thrown from here to there and, and all over the place. And it can lead to, uh, you know, instability and unsteadiness. But, uh, you know, we have been, uh, I suppose, we've been standing Okay, the church has been standing. I'm not just talking about word of victory. I'm talking about worldwide. Christians have been standing faithfully on God's word and on his promises. And we have seen the goodness of God. And, you know, uh, we need to shake off constantly shake off despair you know when when my dog comes in if he's been in the shower or the bath or whatever and, and he comes out of it he starts shaking off all that water in order to get himself you know dry and and that's what we need to do constantly as well is to make sure that the things that we're being um uh, contaminated with really you know in the atmosphere of heaviness of doubt unbelief of of weariness of of just total maybe lack of hope we need to shake those things off and how we do that is by spending time in God's word and and this these podcasts are, are just a bible study there's no great speeches or orations or or you know eloquent uh, anything in this in fact it's mostly stuttering and stammering and I I apologize for that but praise God you know the word of God is 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 powerful and uh, that's the difference. It's nothing to do with me. It's to do with God's word. And as we shake off despair, as we shake off fear, as we shake off, you know, those things that have been trying to torment you and drag you down, you know, what happens is we are strengthened with God's might. And, and we need to leave exhaustion and fatigue behind and prepare for more prepare for more outpouring of his spirit and you know the the governments and 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 all the the health um, leaders are, are talking about oh the second wave the third wave of this virus well praise god we are going to see a wave and it's going to be a wave of the spirit of god of his glory and of demonstration of his power and his word coming to pass in jesus name uh, Matthew 5 I've been studying it the last few days and I can't remember what verse it is now but anyway in Matthew chapter 5 it's Jesus himself said not one tittle not one jot of God's word will go unfulfilled and that is the truth you know God's word is true and if you want to see that God's word is true you can look at Israel because Israel is the, the truth of God's word come to pass. And that is why the world and, and, and all of the governments and, and all these different groups are so against the land of Israel. And you know, today, Father, we just join together in the name of Jesus and we pray your blessings upon your people, the Jews, all over the world. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for your mighty blessings upon your land, Israel. And we just ask you, Father, to protect them from their enemies. And we thank you, Father, that your word is true and that you will follow your word through uh, further land of Israel as well and for your people Lord to bring them out from captivity and bring them back and restore them to their own land in Jesus name. Amen. 
as I was saying earlier, you know, the plants outside. And I was just thinking today about things like sunflowers and, and, and different plants like that. Um, I'm not great at names, but there's several plants here in, in my mom's garden. And, you know, they're really, really tall, leggy plants. But, you know, sunflowers would be one of them uh, that have naturally long lengths of stems and you know they can bow down and and be be knocked over and and blown down and bowed down by the wind by the storms by rain and so what needs to be done is that they need to be supported and so gardeners will put you know almost like scaffolds or, or, or rods inside in the earth and then tie these plants climbers as well clematis roses um, jasmine different things they all need to be tied to some kind of a support a wall or a frame or a fence or whatever a rod is a great one and the rod keeps the plant stem totally straight um, and you know the fact that it's tied to it it allows a little bit of movement but still that plant is supported and we are like those sunflowers we are like those plants we need the sun <laughs> uh, the son of God you know um, in, in Malachi chapter 4 it says and the um, and to those who fear my name, the son of righteousness, and, and there it's spelt S-U-N, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Now, it's not talking about sun worship, but it's talking about S-O-N, uh, you know, the son of God, Jesus. And so as we look to him, um, our faces are radiant, it says in Sam, isn't that 34? When we look at him, our faces become radiant and glow and what happens is is like those plants as they are supported as they are watered as they get the sunshine they start growing they start growing and that's the same for you and me we grow as we look to the sun the son of god jesus the word of god as we study his word and as we are filled with his word what happens is we are strengthened in the inner man in the inner person inside of us we are strengthened. And I just want to look today at Ephesians chapter 3. This is not going to be long. It's going to be short. And in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14, um, it says, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened and you know the amplified version there it says to be strengthened uh with where am i i've lost my piece and then i'll to be strengthened i want to read this properly for you hallelujah this is what happens now when you have two bibles open in front of you <laughs> uh thank you jesus well it'd be a good job now if you turn the page or something Okay, here we go. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality. So there's that, that spiritual energy. Now this isn't talking about bioenergy or any of that stuff because that's based 
on, on, on the occult, actually. It's not based upon the Spirit of God himself. We are spiritually energized as we read the Word of God. Because Jesus said, my words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And so we receive life and strength and sustenance as we hear God's word, as we speak it out of our mouths and as we uh, use it as the weapon that it is against the wiles of the devil. We spoke in the last podcast from Ephesians chapter 6 where he said, you know, finally my brethren, you know, stand and stand against the wiles of the devil, against the plans and plots and tricks of the devil. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But you know, you have to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand. And having done all, to stand. So standing, there's this this picture of this, this posture we adopt. You know, if we're if we're going to stand and not be knocked over, we're going to, uh, you know, stand in such a way that our, our legs are hip width apart and, you know, that we brace ourselves and, and uh, in a strong, sure foundation. And that's a standing that won't get knocked over. And that's what um, being strengthened in the inner man does to us. It allows us to be able to adopt that posture that no matter what wind comes or what w- a storm blows or what rain beats down, and boy, have we had some rain the last few days. You know, there, there has been, this past few weeks, we have seen such thunder rain in, in this country, in Ireland, that has, you know, broken the flowers. But, you know, the ones that have been have been stood up straight with a rod and uh, have been tied and have been scaffolded, they're still standing and standing strong. And the rain actually only nourished them. They withstood the rain. And we have come through this virus and we are still going through it. Yes, I know. I'm not trying to deny it or anything like that. And we will use God's wisdom and we will obey the authorities. But listen, there is a a time where the church has to stand up and decide who am I going to believe? What uh, am I going to believe? Am I going to trust in God or am I going to get tossed like the wind by all these reports? You know, this is the thing that I see there. Uh, uh, it was actually, I think there was um, something on Twitter there last night and it said that people have actually reached saturation point of the amount of information that they can process in their heads. And this is the truth. We've been saying it for weeks. You know, there has never been more information and yet there has never been more lack of understanding of anything or lack of knowledge or God's wisdom. This is because they have not, uh, you know, governments and and leaders all over the world uh, have, have any of them actually asked God's opinion and have any of them actually turned to God. You know, we saw back in in the Bible, in in the Old Testament, um, the kings, uh, David, all of them, Jehoshaphat, you know, when when there was armies, when there was an enemy against them that they had no power and no strength to defeat, what they did was they called the whole nation together and they said, we don't know what to do. In in, in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, or sorry, the first Chronicles 20, Jehoshaphat stood before all of Israel and he said, Oh, our God, you see the size of this enemy that is against us and you see us and we do not have any answer, but our eyes are upon you. 
and we ask you to show us what to do. And they fasted and they prayed. They humbled themselves before God. They totally surrendered to God and God answered them. And he gave them the strategy and the plan and the download of how to defeat those enemies. There was five different kings and three different huge armies coming against them. And God defeated them. And, and you know, that's where that great scripture that everybody knows came from. The battle is not yours, but God's. And I just want to encourage you today that that's where we are. We are still standing. We are standing. We are strengthened in the inner man with God's Holy Spirit energizing us from the inside out as we are strengthened by hearing his word. Amen. And just to go back to that uh, scripture in in Ephesians, uh, just to finish it off in Ephesians chapter 3. That Christ in verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams, according to his power that works inside of us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever. You know, in the Message Bible, it says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? That's the Message Translation. To him be the glory in Jesus' name. Um, I'm just thinking as well about Psalm 23. If you just want to flick over there for a minute. In Psalm 23, in verse 4, it says, Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide they comfort and console me. Praise God. Even though we walk through the darkest valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil because God is with us. He comforts us. Uh, his rod and his staff, they comfort and protect us. And again, we have this picture here of a rod, something that keeps us standing straight, keeps us standing strong, no matter what the situation, that valley of death, uh, many people think that this psalm is a psalm for death and funerals. This is not a psalm for death and funerals. This is a psalm of life, Psalm 23. Praise God. Even though things may look dark, even though things may look depressing, even though you may feel like throwing your hands up in despair and saying, I just give up, I'm fed up of this whole thing and I can't, I can't take it anymore. Listen, this is what's going to happen left, right and centre in the world, believe me. And the world's people are going to need an answer and they're going to come to you for the answer. Because the strength that you have inside of you through God's spirit abiding in you, and I don't care what age you are, whether you're 110 or whether you're 10, listen, you have the answer inside of you. 
You have God's wisdom. And he wants to pour out that and get us to expect more. Far beyond our wildest dreams, we read in Ephesians 3. We need to enlarge, like we said in the last podcast, enlarge, expand, stretch out those tent pegs, make our dwelling place with God bigger so that our vision can get bigger and our abilities uh, can be strengthened with his might. It's nothing to do with ourselves, you see, because when we start getting into self and self-pride and, and you know, my strength, oh dear, you're, you're, you're on the side of a cliff there waiting to jump over. Because, you know, we have no strength in ourselves. Mankind has no strength, no power. But our power comes from God. Our strength comes from Him. Our wisdom, our understanding. And as we realize that, as we surrender and acknowledge that, there's an acknowledgement. And how we acknowledge it is by humbling ourselves before God. Father, I don't have the answers, but I know you do. This looks like a really bad situation in the natural, but Father God, you said that there is nothing impossible to those who believe. Father, you said that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Father, you said that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which you have stored up for us who are called according to your purposes, who love you. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. I ask you to expand and extend and and, uh, increase my expectation. Increase my ability to comprehend your love and your power in Jesus' name. This is what humbling yourself before the Lord is. This is what surrender is. And I feel that many Christians have got very apathetic. All of us, I'm not just talking about anybody here in particular. I'm saying all of us as a church. I feel we've been going to church and we've been even treating it as something common. Oh, it's Sunday. I have to go to church. Oh, it's Thursday. It's church night. Let's go. Uh, You know, we've been coming before the Lord saying, here I am, aren't I wonderful? You know, instead of coming before him with an expectancy, with a reverence and with an awe. And there are things that are going to be different in Word of Victory. If you're coming back there to church, you know, there are things that are going to be different. And one of them is going to be that there, I I believe that that, uh, we need to increase our uh, reverence and awe of who God is. And... You know, Jesus said, go back to your first love. Hallelujah. Listen, you may be weary. You may be bedraggled. You may be unsure, but you are still standing. And God has you standing for a purpose. And he will bring you through this. And just like, you know, those those flowers out in the garden, you know, they need the sunshine. They need the water. That's, that's the same with us. We need the sun's power, Jesus Christ our Savior, the power of God, which no foe can withstand. His Holy Spirit power, the dunamis resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead is living inside of you. Look in the mirror and say that to yourself. The dunamis resurrection power that raised Jesus Christ out of that tomb is living inside of me. And he wants to get out of me and he wants to use me for his glory. to to accomplish great and mighty things which I have not even heard or understood in Jesus' name. The wind and the storms can have impacts upon the plants in the garden and they can have impacts upon your life. Maybe we've gone through storms, maybe we've been through, you know, a stormy season, a dark season, but listen, we're still standing. We're properly, when when those plants are properly staked, 
When there is a rod properly staked and that plant is properly supported, there is no wind and no rain that can knock it over because it will stay standing and it will stay thriving and growing. And it may look a little bit bedraggled. Maybe the petals have been knocked off, but it's still standing. And that's what you are. I want to encourage you today to dare to believe God. Uh, on uh, Monday, our trustees met uh, for a meeting of intercession for the church. And Pastor Breda had a word, I believe, is... is uh, and we've read from it recently, and, and I know Richard has read from it as well, but in Psalm 27, if you want to go there for two ticks, in Psalm 27, verse 13, and I'll read it for you from the Amplified. It said, I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. And that's a word for you today, I believe, uh, in Jesus' name. Wait on the Lord and confidently expect him. Be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Do not allow despair and confusion to take hold because that is exactly what the devil is desiring. Stand your ground. You are an overcomer. Say it with me. I am an overcomer. In Jesus' name, I have overcome the enemy through the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. And the word of my testimony is, greater is he living in me than he that is in the world. Amen. If you want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, let's have a quick look. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. It says, actually I'll read it from the regular New King James. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God and those deep things of God there are the profound depths of God far beyond human understanding for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him even so no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So it is the Holy Spirit who reveals to us the things which God has given to us. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And believe me, friend, this whole uh, coronavirus, while I know it is something, a disease in the natural, this is a spiritual attack, most of all. And it needs to be fought in the spirit. And that's what I was saying about, you know, government leaders and, and all health officials and everything. It, that's why they can't attack it and why they can't fight it. And you do have uh, people in the spirit uh, who are operating in a different spirit, <laughs> the spirit of darkness, the spirit of the occult and the devil, who are going to try and bring in things uh, that are not of God, 
uh, you know, health passports and these kind of things, which, which sound very, very like the mark of the beast. And, and we need to be careful and we need to have God's spirit in us to give us discernment and wisdom in these days because these are dark days but there's no darkness in the, in the in the kingdom of God you know we live in the light and uh, the darkness is always extinguished by the light but for those people who who don't understand these things you know they they are being set up really by the devil in verse 14 the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one for he has for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ because the spirit of God the presence of God lives inside of us because of what Jesus did for us at the cross. He died and God raised him from the dead and then he said, I'm going back to my father, but I'm going to send you another helper, the advocate, the counselor, the comforter, your, your attorney, you, um, the Holy Spirit, and he will lead you into all truth. And so that is what happened is God came down and dwelt in us through the power of his Holy Spirit. And he leads us, he guides us, he shows us the things of God. He shows us the secret things. He shows us the, the tricks and traps and plots of the enemy. Uh, and this is how we have the mind of Christ. We have the wisdom of God because of the Spirit of God who lives inside of us, who has reconnected Jesus' death and resurrection and the sacrifice he gave of his life he laid down his life and he took the penalty that was due to us for our sins and for our uh, iniquities he paid the price so that we could be reconnected to God and how God did that was by through the power of his Holy Spirit the same spirit who uh, caused Mary to conceive the seed of Jesus Christ in her womb that same spirit supernaturally uh, reconnects us to Father God when we believe in Jesus. That's what being born again means. It means you are born again in the Spirit and you are now a new creation and you now have the manifold wisdom of God. You have the mind of Christ and you have uh, the God of heaven's armies on your side and there is nothing impossible to you because of that. And the final scripture if you want to go there with me, is to uh, Philippians, just a couple of books to the right. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. And my God will liberally supply, fill until full, your every need. So there's a constant filling there. According to, the riches, to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus, he will fill you abundantly with everything you need, whether it's wisdom, whether it's uh, provision, resources, finances, uh, whatever the situation is, whatever your need is, God will richly bestow it upon you through his riches in Christ Jesus, in the Spirit. And uh, 
You know, my God there it translates to uh, not just God the Father, but God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. It's the three of them there. So in, in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 actually it tells us that God actively watches over his word to see that it is, it is performed. And in Isaiah chapter 55, 11, it says God's word never returns void, but it always accomplishes the purpose it was sent for. And it says in Isaiah 40, it says that God's word stands forever. And we already heard in, in Matthew chapter 5, um, it's verse 18, I think it actually says, where Jesus said that not one iota of God's word will remain unfulfilled. So the devil's tricks, you know, are, are few. They are few, but they are wearisome. And he delights in wearing down the saints. That's what it tells us in Daniel. But God's word says, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Because when I'm weak and I realize that I don't have the answer, I acknowledge uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for me at the cross. And then I am strengthened in my inner man by his mighty power. And so God has promised, uh, you know, in his word to watch over his word and to fulfill his word for me and for you. And that's the truth, friend. He will never allow his word to, to return void without accomplishing that for which it was sent. But we need to get into agreement with his word in order to see that word fulfilled. And as we speak his word out of our mouths, that is where we will see breakthrough and victory. The Lord will never fail you. He knows right where you are. He knows what's coming and he knows what you need. And he has the answer and the supply for you. And he wants to increase and broaden your comprehension and your expectation. As you surrender to him and as you obey his word, as you, uh, you know, speak his word forth. And as you trust and believe him, you are going to see beyond your wildest dreams the things which he has stored up for you he has it already sorted now all he needs is your agreement and as you agree with him as you speak forth his word from your mouth and and as well you know he will reveal to you the blockages the hindrances that the enemy has placed in your path and and you need to bind up those things and use the keys that he has given us, the keys of the kingdom of God, that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Our faith, as we release our faith, we will bring forth his fruit through the power of his word. Look, I know you're tired, but I just encourage you, hold on, stand your ground and don't give up more than ever. We need to press into God's presence. You know, in Psalm 27, you can read it yourself after. It says, you know, David says, Your face, Lord, I will seek. You told me to seek your face. And my heart says back to you, Lord, your face I will seek. So we need to press into where his presence is more than ever. Seek his face and be filled with his strength from the well of his love by the power of his spirit. In Jesus' name. And as we go back to, to church, you know, I welcome you back. And maybe some of you can't come or, you know, you prefer to stay at home right now. That's perfectly OK. We'll still do podcasts. They will be a little bit shorter. And I won't 
maybe send them out so much anymore you can go to find them yourself on on the app on anchor the app or on spotify or on our website as well they'll be updated there regularly and i encourage you to do some bible study with us you know and 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 allow the lord to minister his love and his strength to you but i will say this that we need to come expecting and come with reverence for his presence in Jesus' name, come expecting, come in reverence, and then come and, and take time out to spend time with his uh, being refreshed by his endless love. And you can do that through a podcast. You can do that through uh, just opening the Bible yourself, or you can do that by coming to church, whatever suits you. But um, praise God. I want to thank Richard and Pastor Breda and uh, all of the trustees of the church, uh, all of the people who have who have contributed to the podcasts. Aileen for her worship. Uh, she sings like an angel and she's going to sing right here now. As we finish, she's going to sing I Surrender. And, you know, um, I just want to tell you that uh, we love you and we pray for you constantly. And uh, we are, you know, believing for God's um, best for you and and, and beyond your wildest dreams. I, I believe today, Father, as I pray for my brother and my sister here, Lord, I release the anointing of the Spirit of God. I release the peace of God and I release, Father God, your love that you love them so much father you you are not angry with them you are not uh judging them father i i break the power of every tormenting demon that is harassing and bombarding them with with uh with anguish of any kind or turmoil in their mind or in their heart and i speak peace right now into their into their mind into their soul into their uh, heart into their family and their home I speak the peace of God and I release the anointing for the spirit of God upon this my brother and my sister in Jesus name and I praise you and I thank you father that they are growing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might which no foe can withstand in Jesus name amen God bless you
Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom will I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom will I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army should encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have asked from the Lord, that will I seek after, for me to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to see the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he will hide me in his pavilion. In the shelter of his tabernacle he will hide me. He will set me up on a rock. Now my head will be lifted up above my enemies encircling me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Be gracious to me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face far from me. Do not trust your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in an upright path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my enemies, for false witnesses have risen against me and that breed out violence. I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be strong, and may your heart be stout. Wait on the Lord. Amen. I pray the ironic blessing now over all who hear this podcast, all our families and loved ones wherever they are. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, his shalom, in Jesus' name. Amen.